Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Friday, June 23rd, 2023. Good morning. I'm Mike Sepervivi. We begin today with Tony Khan's media call for Forbidden Door, which took place yesterday. During the call, Khan shot down rumors that he and his father were interested in purchasing Bellator MMA. I was surprised to see that report. Uh, I haven't had any conversations with them about that, so I don't know what that was about. My father hasn't had any conversations with them either. I'm not even sure who you'd talk to. I don't even know, honestly, who owns the promotion. Is Scott Coker the owner or the president? I'm not sure. Um, I'm, a, I'm familiar with Bellator. I'm familiar with MMA. But I saw that report, and yeah, there's, there's really nothing to that. Khan was also critical of Ariel Helwani, the journalist who first reported on the rumors and accused Helwani of having spread false information in the past. When asked about rumors of Goldberg potentially working with AEW, Khan indicated that such talks have taken place. You know, at this time, my answer would be the same as it was last time. Yeah, I've had nice talks with Bill at times about doing things with AEW, and that's probably all I could say. Khan refused to comment on a reported Forbidden Door match between CM Punk and Kenta that was allegedly scrapped by Kenta and instead hyped the match that Punk is scheduled to have at the pay-per-view against Satoshi Kojima. He also addressed locker room morale since the controversial return of Punk to the company. Well, I think it's been so far a positive experience these past few shows. It was great to have a successful debut for AEW Collision on Saturday night. And last night, being in Chicago, it made a lot of sense to have CM Punk make a surprise return to Dynamite in Chicago. And I know the live fans really enjoyed that, and I thought it was a really positive thing. And I think it'll hopefully continue, and uh, fans certainly have got a lot of things to look forward to on Forbidden Door this Sunday. The locker room was a really positive experience at Collision, and then yesterday was a great Dynamite. So... Uh, I felt like it's been off to a great start, certainly, especially with the really positive numbers we got for the first collision. Everyone was really excited about that, too. Ring of Honor streamed last night on Honor Club, featuring matches taped last Saturday at the United Center in Chicago. In the main event, Athena made her 11th successful defense of the ROH World Women's title, defeating Kira Hogan. In the opening segment of the show, Samoa Joe was recognized for surpassing a year as ROH World TV Champion and was presented a new title belt by Tony Khan. And it is my pleasure as the chairman of ROH to present the World Television Champion Samoa Joe with a new championship belt. Oh, Tony, thank you, thank you. I have to admit, this is a, this is a big surprise. It's well-deserved. It's well-deserved, right? And, uh, you know, tonight is a big night. It's a big debut for us, a night of big returns. You know what, I can't think of a better way to celebrate than breaking your boy's face tonight in that ring. Welcome to Chicago. <laughs> My town. Joe first won the TV title from Minoru Suzuki on April 13th, 2022 at AEW Dynamite from New Orleans, just one week after coming to AEW. The opening match saw the team of Ijo Del Vikingo, Commander, and the Lucha Brothers defeat Serpentico, Kip Sabian, and the Butcher and the Blade when Penta pinned Serpentico. The ROH six-man tag team champs the Embassy also retained their title against AJZ, Luke Curtis, and Trenton Storm. In other results, Daniel Garcia beat Rocky Romero in a pure rules match. Darius Martin, AR Fox, and Action Andretti beat Shane Taylor in the Workhorseman. 
Layla Gray pinned Diamante with her feet on the ropes. Big Bill and Lee Moriarty went over Blake Christian and Matt Seidel when Bill pinned Christian. The infantry bested the kingdom. Kyle Fletcher pinned Silas Young. Trisha Dora bested Allison Kay. And Gringo Loco topped Willie Mack. Taking a look at Impact Wrestling, here's the Wrestling News' Luke Hippelman. Impact Wrestling aired last night on Axis and streaming on the company's YouTube site. Featuring matches taped on June 10th from the Ohio Expo Center in Columbus, Ohio. In the main event, Steve Macklin and Bully Ray defeated Eddie Edwards and Frankie Kazarian after Macklin pinned Kazarian. Miscommunication late in the match led to collisions between Edwards and Kazarian, which allowed the heels to take advantage. But Kazarian was a little distracted too. I don't know if he saw that. Oh, I got a chicken Whoa. wing. Chicken wing here by Kazarian. Trying to get it locked in. Macklin yelling out for Bully. Bully getting into the ring. Meanwhile, oh, oh, and Edwards hit Kazarian by accident. Macklin getting out of the way just in time. That is not the way these two wanted it to go down. Oh, look at this. Oh, Macklin and Bully working together. Macklin and Bully Ray win. In the only title match, digital media champion Joe Hendry retained over Yuya Uemura. Impact World Champion Alex Shelley superkicked Jimmy Jacobs during a segment where Jacobs was reading a letter from Nick Aldis explaining Aldis's absence on the show. It was your fans that were harassing him. It was your fans that were threatening him. That sounds a lot like not my problem, Jimmy. Look, once things have cooled off, once things have died down a little bit, next week, Nick will be here. He'll go to that ring, and he'll explain himself to you and the whole world. He's even reserved a front row seat for the champ. Mm. All the best for you, man. Jimmy, I am so frustrated right now. You know what? If you're taking messages, how about I give you one to give to him? Alex, 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 just... Don't shoot the messenger, man. Just Jimmy. Okay. Don't shoot the messenger, okay? Right. Yep. Fine. Okay. Takes him 20 years to become world champion. It goes to his head already. Can you believe this? Oh! Jonathan Gresham and Speedball Mike Bailey knocked off the designs Angels and Con after Bailey pinned Angels. Killer Kelly beat Taylor Wilde. After the match, Wilde and her partner Kylan King attacked Kelly until Masha Slamovich ran down to help clear the ring. In the opener, the Good Hands team of Jason Hotch and John Schuyler, along with Brian Myers, defeated Jake Crist, Madman Fulton, and Sammy Callahan. The finish came after Moose had run down to the ring and knocked Crist off the top rope, which Myers followed up with a lariat for the victory. Also on the program, Trinity challenged Jay Vidal for a match next week. Scott Demore cut a promo on Bully Ray. Dirty Dango pinned Bupinder Gujar. Afterwards, Impact Director of Authority Santino Morella delivered the Cobra to Dango. And, on the Before the Impact pre-show, Jody Threat defeated Nevea. Impact heads to center stage in Atlanta Friday and Saturday for their Super Summer Sizzler tapings. For the Wrestling News, I'm Lou Kippelman. In WWE news, Carlito Colon is expected to make his official return to WWE as part of the SmackDown roster, debuting on the July 7th episode of SmackDown from Madison Square Garden, according to a report in PW Insider. 
Cologne reportedly impressed WWE officials during his appearance last month at WWE Backlash in Puerto Rico, which was originally intended as only a one-time cameo. He hasn't appeared as a full-time member of the WWE roster since 2010. In ratings news, Wednesday night's episode of AEW Dynamite drew 902,000 viewers on average to TBS Network, up nearly 8% from last week's 832,000, according to Showbuzz Daily. The rating in the key 18 to 49-year-old demographic was 0.33, representing 436,000 viewers, according to Russell Nomics. That's up 45,000 viewers in the demo from last week and was the most watched edition of Dynamite since February 22nd. Post Wrestling reports that in Canada, the Forbidden Door Go Home edition drew 103,400 English language viewers to TSN2, with 57,800 of them in the 25 to 54 year old demographic, placing it ninth among Canadian sports programs on Wednesday. In more All Elite Wrestling news, Fuego Del Sol is parting ways with the company, according to a social media post from Del Sol. AEW reportedly chose not to renew his contract, which is set to expire on July 1st. Del Sol had suffered a severe foot injury at an independent show last February, which has kept him out of the ring ever since, although he has reported that he is now medically cleared to wrestle and plans to begin taking independent bookings as soon as possible. Del Sol last wrestled for AEW on the February 15th edition of AEW Dark Elevation, at which he lost to Juice Robinson. With a look at Major League Wrestling, here's the Wrestling News' Luke Hippelman. Jacob Fatu defeated John Hennigan to capture the MLW National Openweight title on last night's YouTube stream of MLW Fusion in a match taped April 6th at the Melrose Ballroom in New York City. The win ended Hennigan's reign at 89 days and marks the first National Openweight reign of Jacob Fatu, who is a former MLW world champion. In other results from the show, the Samoan SWAT team of Juicy Fanau and Lance Anawaii retained the MLW World Tag Team title in a three-way match against Little Guido and Ray Jazz of the FBI, and Jay Lyon and Midas Black of the main event, and Microman defeated the Beast Man. For the wrestling news, I'm Lou Kippelman. Turning to Japan... Pro Wrestling Noah held their show titled Star Navigation inside Tokyo's Korokan Hall on Thursday. Chris Ridgway and Daga became the 57th Global Honored Crown Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions by defeating Yohei and Tadasuke after Daga pinned Yohei. The loss ended the 67-day reign of the former champions. Noah also announced the names for its annual N1 Victory Tournament. The tournament will consist of two blocks with eight wrestlers in each. Block A will consist of Jake Lee, Keno, Masa Kitamiya, Jack Morris, Yoshiki Inamura, Timothy Thatcher, Adam Brooks, and Dragon Gate wrestler Yuki Yoshioka. Block B competitors will be Go Shiozaki, Katsuhiko Nakajima, Iho Del Dr. Wagner Jr., Manabu Soya, Daiki Inaba, Saxon Huxley, Major League Wrestling's Lance Anoa'i, and All Japan wrestler Yuma Anzai. Originally launched as the Global League in 2010, the tournament was rechristened N1 Victory in 2015. This year's event runs from August 6th until September 9th. And taking a look at news out of Mexico, once again, Lou Kippelman. IWRG ran their home arena of Arena Naucalpan on Thursday night for a show streamed on Mas Lucha's YouTube site. 
The main event was an eight-man tag team match which saw Gran Pandemonium, Hijo del Pandemonium, Pandemonium Jr., and Hijo del Pirata Morgan defeat La Puerquiza Extrema, consisting of Pig Decapitador, Pig Destroyer, Pig Destructor, and Pig Pool. Las Chotas, Diva Salvaje, and Mamba knocked off the brother tandem of Los Lion Brothers, Leon Dorado Jr. and Mr. Leo, in a RGR tag team tournament match. Las Chotas now advanced to the finals of the Parejas tournament, which take place during an IWRG show, co-promoted by RGR Lucha, in Nacalpan on July 2nd. Puma de Oro retained the IWRG Rey de Lair title over Rey Halcón. Puma de Oro also holds the company's Intercontinental Middleweight Championship. Other results saw John Tito and Caballero de Plata defeat Aguila Roja and Johnny Santos. And in the opener, Kenji and Rey Osteroth defeated Latin Boy and Rey Espartano. For the wrestling news, I'm Lou Kippelman. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The wrestling news can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the wrestling news across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The wrestling news is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the wrestling newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.